Hello, I have been having these downloads and I am taking action because without the action, my clients don't take action. So here we are, long story short, I am now hosting a free weekly coaching call that will be recorded and published right here on the podcast so that you can get into my world. I'm looking for more driven entrepreneurs to be part of this weekly coaching call. So if you want to create life-changing results in your business for yourself, your family, and for your clients, and you want to find a way of doing it that feels good, fun, and sustainable, then plug into mentorship with me on the next Bigger Than You Coaching Hub call. It takes place every Wednesday on Zoom at 1pm UK time, which is 8am EST. To register to attend the next call, click the link in the show notes. Do it now before you listen to this episode. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really, really excited about this um, call. I will open up a little bit in a minute, but I really want you to celebrate yourselves for making it here on the first coaching call. Take a screenshot of um, of the room, share it on your stories that you're here on the first Bigger Than You Coaching Hub call, and don't forget to tag me in it. A um, couple of things that I kind of house, housekeeping, not, not really housekeeping, but like mindset things to share with you because mindset is everything, obviously, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. But I really want you to get the most out of this. So I'm, this is obviously going out in the recording. So I'm speaking to the listeners at home as you are listening on the podcast, but also the people who are live in the room as well. Take notes, okay, treat this like a paid coaching call. And with that in mind, the more your intention aligns with that, the more value you will get from this call, whether you're here live or you're listening to it as a recording. When you are open, when you have that kind of open mindset and like set an intention to get a lot of value from something, especially when it's free, because otherwise we conditioned to not value something that is free. When we have that intentional um, intention and like energy with this call, you will get so much more out of it. So yeah, I will do my best to answer as many questions as I can. Um, But just to say, please have a growth mindset by being here. And what this means is being open to receive huge value from the call, even if I don't manage to get to the question that you submitted. So, yeah, before we actually get started on one of the questions that was submitted, I wanted to be really open, be an open book about this, uh, what I'm doing right now because I am always an open book on the podcast with my clients. And I saw that as an opportunity, like literally before we opened the call here, I knew how I was feeling. I was like, yeah, I'm going to share this because this feels outside of my comfort zone right now. Um, And that's totally fine with me. I have achieved what I've achieved in my business so far through being comfortable with being uncomfortable. So know that I want you to know that when you are seeing people doing things like um you know doing something that is clearly a big move for them know that and they look so confident doing it know that they're probably uncomfortable but that's okay like we only grow by being comfortable with being uncomfortable so yeah the other thing to say about that is you can manage that like really really well by channeling by being intentional with your energy and channeling it because if this yes this is outside of my comfort zone and I'm but I'm really excited to do it. Um, And so I don't feel fear in this moment. I don't really feel nervous about it. I haven't, like I've got the questions saved from the opt-in form on a doc, but I purposely not really 
studied them the way I don't with my client, like my group calls, if they post the questions in advance, I don't sit and study because the way I coach and the way I work is I allow myself to flow. I don't overthink things. I just trust myself to allow what wants to come through to come through. So that could panic me that I'm kind of going live on a coaching call with stuff that I don't really know, like I haven't prepared for, but I'm not available for that. I just trust myself and allow myself to feel excited even though it's out of my comfort zone. So I don't know why, but I hope that lands nicely for somebody listening or more than one of you listening. So let's get started then. I think um, possibly we might have some people joining us a bit late. So um, I will save that question for if that lady joins. Okay, first question then is from um, Jenny. I'm going to read what Jenny put. And she put, I find it quite hard to prioritize what is really needed and what is not. I end up working very long days with barely any spare time. And yet important things still don't get done. I don't think I'm wasting my time too much, but with many projects that just came in, thankfully, I feel at 120% capacity. How can I improve this situation of working 24 seven and still not still feeling like I'm not getting the important things done? Okay, so such a good question. Um, first of all, on a practical level, Jenny, and apologies if this feels like um, like the obvious, but I never like to skip past the obvious. Are you um, are you writing down like like the way I do like my thing my to do list in terms of prioritizing? I like to assign uh, a monetary value to it because the brain likes to go for the easy way out all the time. You might have heard of the concept eat the frog, you know, like doing the hardest thing first. Um, but that doesn't necessarily motivate me to still do it anyways, because again, the brain, when we are on autopilot, we like to do the easy thing first. So a nice kind of um, thing that I learned a few years back is to assign a monetary value to the, uh, to the, to the things on the to-do list. So I have like 10 pound jobs and, 100 pound jobs or you know even more 300 pound jobs and then when I force myself to get clear on how important is each task on my to-do list and I see the monetary value of it that's way more motivating I'm like yeah I I can come at it from a more empowered like we want to move this business forward so of course we're going to do the 300 pound jobs even if it's like takes a lot more brain power to do that um so and, and the other thing I was going to say, the the other thing was um, time blocking. Like, are you, before your day, are you thinking, right, tomorrow I want to get this done and have, right, rather than over, um, sort of overwhelming yourself with all of the things to do, can you bring it down to what is the most important thing that needs doing and just focus on that? Over to you. Yeah, no, thanks. Actually, I have not heard of the assigning the monetary value to to the different to dos. That's actually a good one, but I just want to know how to do it. If I have to write a newsletter, how would I assign a monetary value? To it? But I don't know what I would be getting out of it. You know, if people you know sign up based on the newsletter, or yeah. more what I would be paying somebody to do the job. So the way I look at it is. I would ask myself, why am I doing it? So what's the purpose of writing the newsletter? Is it to nurture your audience? Yeah. Yeah. So that in terms of like when you're looking at it from a um, sort of business strategy perspective, we have to 
build relationships with people in order to like they want they need to feel that connection with us before they buy so I would look at that as a, a real kind of needle moving task and so I, I don't kind of I don't sort of really overthink the whole monetary value thing I just think like literally is that a 300 pound task or a 10 pound task like is it a, a busy task or a really needle moving task to me nurturing my audience has got to be a needle moving task isn't it because it's building that connection and moving those people one step forward to considering mm-hmm. you as their next investment so I would just like without overthinking it at all I'd say writing a newsletter is definitely a 300 pound and 300 pound an hour task yeah and with time blocking so I started doing it um and but then things happen in between and it just doesn't work because I get like okay. an a task to do or I forgot something or um yeah okay um in terms of like a day-to-day week do you set out uh what types of things you do on different days like for example um mm. you coach do you coach Jenny yeah no I don't I do consulting and training or like client facing you do client facing work yeah I do, do you yeah. have days when you don't when you aren't client facing um, I try to I try to keep Monday and Friday non-client facing, but in reality, it just depends on the client is available. Okay. So, what are the things that might that crop up and get in the way? Well, it would be just today, for example. I just got a message. Can you please um do this? And it's like a we need it by today kind of job. And if I don't do it, I just won't get paid for it. So I could just decide, okay, I won't do it. I continue with my day, but then I kind of lose out on on the earning for this particular task. So I think my work, I've got a few things which are longer term, which I can plan, and a few things which are just ad hoc. And the ad hocs are the things which kind of throw me off a bit, because if I don't do them, I just lose out of the cash, you know, that's yeah. on a per hour basis. And if I if I do do them, it kind of throws me off of my time schedule. Okay. What I would say here is to really connect into the feeling behind what's on your to-do list. Because you're you're saying that you feel at 120% capacity, and that's clearly unsustainable. Mm-hmm. And you matter more than anything, right? If you're not well, if you're if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So we have to come at our work from a sustainable looking after ourselves first. So we want to really try and bring that down to like absolute maximum 100% capacity. So it's about really like what I would do if I feel that uh, that that's the state of play like and it is hard for you because you are it's ultimately you're choosing whether to earn money like if I do this I'm gonna earn more money if I don't then I'm not Mm -hmm. if we like if you kind of zoom out and really put like an intentional focus on your well-being and you ground into this concept that nothing matters more than your well-being And so you're always fully supported. And so you get to be more choosy about your time. And you get to feel into what feels good to do and what doesn't feel good to do. It doesn't matter. Like if you are turning away money, that's okay. Because when we ground into that trust and that action taking from a place of my well-being matters more than earning as much as I can like absolutely not you are so much more important at the end of the day 
So we really want to come at our decisions from a place of alignment, right? This is what I'm talking about. So ground, like I, what I would do is first of all, like ground into your body, like do whatever's going to work for you to get into your body. Maybe just really simply a few deep breaths, closing your eyes, putting your hands on your heart, like really connecting into the space. And um, and if you're, it depends on how you're feeling. If you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, you can access, I've got a, a five pound bounce back from scarcity meditation. It gets you out of your head and into your heart. And then when you're in that space, you can make your decisions from a place of self-trust and like really, truly worthy. So you can make your decisions from a place of, I am absolutely not available for being at 120% 120 capacity ever again. And when you decide that, the energy shifts. And you, you, like it, it, it might seem like an absolutely crazy thing to be hearing me say this whilst you're in this reality. But when you decide, like I would definitely listen back to the replay of this. When you decide this and you shift, energy will shift. And six weeks down the line of practicing this, you'll look back and you'll be like, how did I ever function having that much on? And it's just about what, what you're available for, your standards of what you're available for. And you mm. bring that down from 120% capacity to 100 and then even 80%. Because when you come at your life from a place of I matter most, my well-being matters the most because my life is for living, right? Then the relationship with everything around you will change because you're coming at it from a very different internal place. Does that resonate? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of, it sounds like the ideal version, but then the practical version looks a bit different, right? Because, I mean, it does matter if I earn money or not, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. And it does, you know, like there are a few assignments which, are more money now whereas other things are money maybe sometime in the future you know so um and I kind of want to do both because one is building up an asset for the future and the other one is kind of money in the now so I think there's a balance between it but I, I think I do like just kind of being clear and I don't want to be so overwhelmed mm -hmm. and then how do I take it from here so looking at I don't I'm not available for 120% the capacity I guess that's nice because I I guess I shift my my focus on it's always too much to I'm just not available for too much anymore. Exactly that. Exactly that. And when you practice intentionally choosing from that place, mm -hmm. the subconscious is watching, is watching you take different actions and you will start to see things shift because you are no longer available for being at 120% capacity, it will mm -hmm. get easier because at the moment you're available for it. So that's your reality. You know, you're getting people saying, can you just do this? Can you just do this? Because you're available for it. Like, and then when we shift, just watch it, watch it change. But know that it will feel uncomfortable because you are choosing to shift here and it's different, right? Mm -hmm. You've done it this way for probably a very long time and you now have a choice to do it differently. The, the subconscious doesn't like different because it's change. And the mm -hmm. subconscious wants to protect you. It doesn't like change because change is, represents a risk, right? And subconscious yeah. only wants to keep you alive and protect you. doesn't like risk. So know that it will feel uncomfortable to choose 
to be at 100% capacity and then 90, then 80. And that's okay. It's okay for it to feel uncomfortable. You just trust in the vision of, I'm never going to feel this overwhelmed again because I get to choose differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, the uncomfortableness could come from feeling that no work is coming in, so it's unsafe. I think as long as I work, I feel like, okay, I've got projects, um, I've got my things to work on, so I'm safe, right? And if suddenly nothing comes in, or I've got like 50% capacity, say, it wouldn't feel safe anymore, even if I were to earn the same amount of money, I think, or take some kind of recalibrating to realize that mm. you work less even you know as long as I make the same amount of money right yeah that's really common with like the clients that I work with we like because you are you're looking for safety in an external situation yeah whereas that safety comes from within mm. right when when you when you cultivate that safety from within your external reality can be very different that you know you could have zero money coming in but still feel safe yeah because in the first in the first few months i didn't have many projects and but i was continuously busy you know i'm like what what were they doing um because I, I was seriously i was working on things like continuously and i was you know staying up late and like but I, but in reality i'm not getting i'm not working on concrete projects it's more you know for the training and so on and kind of optimizing things and changing things around which really was all important, but it wasn't like a direct monetary, not a direct monetary activity, it was more indirect. But I, I do manage to keep myself busy even without having any concrete tasks. Mm-hmm. Is that a pattern, Jenny? That's yeah, I think I've, I've been like, busy. And being busy. Yeah, I think I've been busy like all my life. But like, I think it's been like a habit. Like I'm always extremely busy. Mm, okay, brilliant. Great self-awareness. So we spotted the pattern. So if you want to change that, you need to cultivate safety in not being busy. How do you do that? You choose it. You <laughs> choose to turn off your computer, even though there's stuff still to do, and go and have a bath. Or mm-hmm. do a yoga video on YouTube. Or light a candle and read a book. Right? The opposite of busy. Mm-hmm. You choose that. And you show, you teach your brain that it is safe to not be busy. Right. Because without, unless that feels safe, the subconscious, it doesn't matter. Whatever reality you're experiencing right now, and this this can be outside of um, work, this can be in relationships too, like whatever the subconscious has learned is normal i.e. growing up, you've seen your parents be ridiculously busy in order to survive and you can only have success if you're extremely hardworking to the point of burnout. Like whatever you've seen and experienced becomes your normal. It doesn't matter if that is consciously very uncomfortable. It doesn't matter because the subconscious knows that that's what feels safe. And so it's not going to change. So we need to recognize where the where the mismatch is between what the subconscious sees as safe and what we consciously want. If we consciously want more time and to, to enjoy downtime and to work less but still be just as successful and to earn money with so much more ease, if we consciously mm. want that but that's not our reality, then we need to create safety on an internal level, subconsciously reprogramming, changing our actions, changing our thinking, changing our beliefs, 
so that the subconscious comes in line with what we desire. Because it doesn't matter what we consciously want. If the subconscious doesn't think it's safe, it's not going to create that reality. So yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like huge priority, Jenny, is for you to find regular pockets of time where it is calm and you resist the temptation to go and find something to do. And you and, and like I said earlier, it will feel uncomfortable to start mm-hmm. with because of, because it's different. And know that it's okay to be uncomfortable in that. You are training your brain that this is safe. Mm-hmm. You learn to enjoy it. You learn to love your downtime. And there's so much more, like I, I could go on for a long time about it, but if that helped. Yeah, so basically just um, even if I start to do things, close my computer and do something actively relaxing mm. and just kind of breathe into it and feel like I'm absolutely safe, although I'm not being busy. Yeah. And something else that will help you with this as well is, is the perception shift of even when I'm resting, even in my downtime, mm. my subconscious is still working, right? Your subconscious is your zone of genius. Mm-hmm. And this is why, like, I've got a higher self system, which is, um, like, uh, the training that all my clients learn. It's like the umbrella of, of all of our frameworks and the way we do things. That's available free, like, just in the link in my bio on Instagram. Go and look at that. The first step to creating success with Eve is putting yourself first. And when you do that, just know that your subconscious is still connecting all the dots. It's aware that you have a tab open wanting to come up with an idea of how to um, how to make this thing work. Like all of those tabs are open in the background. And when you are on your walk or having a bath or a shower or, you know, doing the things that are not working, the subconscious is working in the background and you'll get the ideas and the creativity. Yeah. And actually slowing down to speed up is is huge when it comes to creating success with Maureen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'll try that. You're welcome. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, I will. Thank you. Pleasure. Um, okay, next one is from uh Maya. It says, I'm pretty knackered after a big stretch this year, so I'm making a point to rest. However, I have one last big push, a showcase where I need to present to become affiliate faculty at a top business school to prepare for. Um, This is very much part of my future vision and was once quite a burning dream. However, it feels like I have to climb a mountain to prepare for this to the degree that I would like. And so my mind and body want to push it away. I feel like I need to overwork to do it justice. How can I have a different conversation here to make it fun, easeful and flowing so that I can really lean into the preparation and enjoy it? I love this question. How can I almost, there's another, there's like a secondary question. How can I almost guarantee that I secure it from a subconscious programming perspective? I know once I've got the thing ready, I'll be fine, but there's no getting around the fact that their presentations require work and I'm just a bit drained at the moment. Okay, Maya, when is, like what what's the date that we're working towards here um it's the first week of december something like the seventh okay brilliant and um so that's that is that the hard deadline like it's got yeah i actually go i go and present that day yeah i go and showcase it okay brilliant um and in terms of percentage of the way through preparation whereabouts are you do you think at the moment a good question i would say if if i'm maybe about 30 40 percent 
you know, I've done a good cobbling together of things that I've already done. So I feel like I've not, I'm not reinventing. I'm not starting from scratch. I'm being able to pull stuff together and, and appreciate yep. things I've done this year as well that actually support that. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Um, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to trust myself and go with the answer that comes through. And um, yeah, it might feel very uncomfortable to do it this way, uh, but yeah, I will. I'll share with you, and we'll have a conversation about oh, it. Oh, you've just frozen. Ah, I will say it again, just in case it wasn't caught for um for the recording. So, can you hear me now? Oh, hello. Hi, Maya. I'm so sorry. I just lost you at that most important moment. No worries. I'll repeat it. So I was saying, um, I'm going to give you the answer that, of course, that I would normally give. And it might feel really uncomfortable for you to receive that. But we'll have a conversation about it and I'll support you through it, um, through what I think is best here. So the context here is that Maya is um, you're overcoming uh, you're like you're getting well. Right. You're needing to rest. Um, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> before we went before we recorded, before I hit record, Maya said she's out for a walk for the first time in days so like I said to Jenny your health and your well-being is the most important thing here Maya and this is going to be about leaning into trust in yourself again it's that whole concept of getting out of your head and into your heart because logically you I imagine you want to crack on and crack on and get this done like because otherwise you might feel panicky that you're not prepared and everything I would say that, um, and I know it's easy for me to say this, but I would really <laughs> say, again, focus on yourself and resting at least for the next yeah. 72 hours because... Yeah, um, go but can I... Sorry, no, I'm just going to jump in there. So just to just so the minute I finished um, Freedom Accelerator, I gave myself a full week off, which is probably yeah. why I did get ill <laughs> because, yeah. you know, I allowed my system to just completely let go so I'm not I'm not one I'm not an overworker in my best state but when yeah. I think I've got one of these I feel I have to revert to the old version of me that that literally ticked every box to guarantee an outcome that's how yeah. I used to do things and mm. it's how I, I in inverted commas got what I wanted but I'm not a compulsive sort of I'm not an, an like compared to a lot of people that I even coach I know that I don't overwork <laughs> So I won't need to prevent myself from working now. Do you know what I mean? In yeah. fact, I feel a bit of resistance to getting started. I have got started, but I feel resistance to the whole thing. Okay, let's explore that. What is the resistance about you? <laughs> I think it's, it's a few things. Um, obviously, so I'm returning somewhere that I used to be employed um, as a sort of a new person, like five years later. I mean, I have been going back there, coaching and things like that, but this is now like, presenting myself as someone that is you know um, at a faculty level affiliate faculty level so I'm I'm having to sort of assume that new identity mm. um, I'm having to do literally the hard work of cobbling this thing together this this showcase making it pop making it you know so it just it feels hard at a time when I I just I don't <laughs> I don't have as much energy for it um, okay. what else what else it's yeah I think there's there's something there's just some resistance to it and I know for sure that it's not that I don't want it because I actually had some coaching when the opportunity came up to say is this still part of my vision and it so much is and so yeah I've still got this sort of bit of resistance about it okay um 
it's really it, like uh, I would love to go and do a little bit of subconscious kind of delving on this to find out what it is um we don't have time for that right now I wonder when you think of so I, I want you to see the uh, what, is it an interview you're working like I, I want you to see the presentation I... as as um like a, a it's a pit stop right it's not the destination the destination is you being up there doing your thing so when you think about that how does yeah. that feel like when you so, see yourself presenting in front of yeah that that's what I'm talking. excited about because that means I've done the hard work yeah <laughs> it means I've gone up that mountain and when I've generally done I like speaking I do the podcast like I like that stuff when I know what I'm talking about and I've done that assimilation work bringing a new set of things together I'm I can be in my element it's a space that I enjoy being in it's not one that I want to hide away from so I know when I'm standing up there I can picture myself there it's all brilliant I think it's the bit that I struggle with is between now and then feels like it has to be arduous and I would love for it I'd really love to change that script that I have with myself which is when I did the masters when I did not not actually my finals at uni that was quite effortless but there have been certain phases when I, I go into exam Maya mode and I don't like exam Maya mode, which is why I don't want to do more exams because exam Maya bites her nails and like <coughs> eats junk food. And, you know, just like, it's just, I don't need to be that person anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if we talk, if we go along the lines of work, like working really, it doesn't come that naturally to me, actually, like working super hard. It's an effort. I have to like I said I have to like eat, I have to power myself through it like I don't I don't want to yep. and I don't have the energy for that at this stage of my life yeah okay let's not let's change that it's about changing <laughs> your relationship with the tasks at hand when you see it as hard work your subconscious looks to confirm that right yep. so the subconscious yep. is hearing this is hard work so it's finding the evidence of yeah this is hard work this is hard work this feels hard work but yes. when we choose something else, like Maya, where are you in your element? Like, where where are you doing stuff in your zone of genius, just absolutely nailing your stuff without it feeling like hard work? Uh, when I'm either recording a podcast, like a solo episode, or when I'm coaching people. Okay. Or if now I was presenting something if I that I knew really well you know, or that I felt really connected to, I felt really, you know, passionate about. Yeah. Okay. How much of, how much of your presentation can, like, I, I want to ask this question and I want the answer to come from your heart, not your head, not a logical answer, but in the sense of anything is possible when you can show up and do something completely unexpected and absolutely blow their mind. But I don't know, you know, but I want you to answer this from your heart, not your head. When you think about the presentation that you're going to give, how much of it requires like, um, like black and white, hard evidence, going and doing research and things like that? How much of it could be creative and just coming from you? Um, I think any of the, the hard research and stuff, a lot of that I've kind of already done anyway. Excellent. So, yeah. So actually, yes, I can be playful with it. I can be creative with it. And I have said it all a lot anyway. So I, I do know good ways to say it. And actually the thing that came through as you were talking was 
you know, the, the way that I am in my element, I can use that to do the prep. I need a fun way to do the prep. And I love to be able to like put together a podcast, like a short podcast episode and make it hang together, you know, and say it out loud and then listen back to it and think about maybe a couple of things that I, I want to change about it or something, but, you know, kind of hear it work together. Um, so, and I, like I said, I do, yeah, the coaching's different because I have to do this on my own and I do actually love sounding boards and sounding partners and stuff. And one guy has offered the, the guy actually involved, he's offered to like sound it out next week. So that is a game changer for me. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so I think it is about all of these ways that I enjoy working. I don't enjoy sitting on my own and having to just think on my own for long periods of time and, and that's not me and I've always I think I've never been that person but I've, I've fought quite hard against it in earlier years to kind mm. of be successful in which you know in those endeavors yeah yeah we want to we want to lose all the resistance with relation to this like we want to yes. choose a different a different energy this is not what that's about you are yes. you are stepping into something that is much more favorable like podcast Maya okay so yeah. Like, I don't know, do we need to go as far as like pretending you are creating a podcast episode here and literally like recording it out loud and seeing how you just flow? Would that work? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, there totally, you go. I can some, yeah. That like, I mean, sometimes I will take me like, it'll take me a couple of goes on the podcast and I don't mind. I'll sit there and do it. And literally it'll be, you know, one minute it was 8.45 and the next minute it'll be like 9.30 and I won't have even known that the time is gone. Um, I really enjoy that I lose myself in it and I don't want to stop what I'm doing <clears throat> amazing there we go okay give that a try um yeah. what else what else is unresolved here I think the final bit was just pulling together what you said about the energy and the kind of stuff associated with it like I don't need to, I've done a lot of the hard work already over these five years frankly like I've published the stuff I've built the framework I did the master class you know with Rose and you know so I've done a lot of that hard work and I just I'd really love to change that relationship and say actually this is the celebratory part this is everything that you've done since you left there and like if I told Maya five years ago you will be invited back five years from now literally five years exactly next when I in that December week um, you'll be invited to showcase your work as affiliate faculty I would have been like I would have been pinching myself you know and so there's an element of also the scariness of that like that I have manifested this and that sometimes that what we can manifest for ourselves can feel really like when I first saw the email about it I just had to get out of my seat and walk away because I was just so, yeah. like overexcited uh, yeah. so I think there is also that part and I want to lean into that in a positive way and be like big cool opportunities are coming your way this isn't the only one and yeah. they're scary um, but they're also what I asked for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but now I, now I, now I actually need to be there for them, and that yeah. I'm struggling with a little bit more than I thought I would. Yeah. Okay. It's about it's about like visualizing who you are becoming, and really like growing into that. Like yeah. I, I'm like I'm kind of seeing a cage, and the door is open, Maya. Right, and it's up to you now to go out and fly and see yourself how does the Maya who flies in the face of all of those opportunities that she's invited into her world how does she hold herself through that like how 
we're not a passenger in our life here. We create it. So I want you to really get clear and see it in your mind's eye. How do you want to hold, carry yourself through these opportunities? And I love what you said about this is not the only opportunity. So that helps you detach from what is coming on the, I think you said the 7th of December, detach, right? Because every everything that we that that comes into our life is happening for us for some for a reason to grow through and yes i know you want this so much but we also just relax into knowing that nothing that is meant for us will ever pass us by so you yeah. just know you just like you just relax into it in that way that like you can't fuck it up right you just you're going to yeah. go at it with your most empowered energy like you are growing in you are evolving exactly as you are meant to and you can support yourself like you can support the human mind through this by visualizing exactly how you want to move through it and I also heard music as well so use music to lift and channel the energy that you want like the Maya that you are growing into and be her right think it feel it in your mind first and then just step into it like assume it feel it live it you get to yeah. choose that for yourself every single day that's amazing thank you I do get surges of it and then they <laughs> then I get surges of the other one as well but no that's super helpful thanks Jenna amazing you're so welcome um the when you get surges of the other one know that that doesn't have to stay that way and like you can use meditation um I've got the bounce back to scarcity meditation if you want that just like whenever you're feeling that you're up you're stuck up in your head you want to get out of your head and into your heart and take back that control re-empower yourself love it I will look at I'll look into that meditation brilliant I'm excited for you let me know how it goes thank you Jenna get well soon okay Indre good to see you hey Hello. Okay. So Indra's put, when you really want to go big, but self-worth gets in the way, you think, could I really be a mum, do stuff around the house, work five hours a day and still out earn my husband who works in banking 12 hours a day? How could that be possible? How do you break this thinking? I love this, Indra. Yeah. It's 100% a mindset piece, isn't it? 100% a mindset piece. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to choose. Like whatever you want in your life, you get to have it simply by choosing it and then aligning everything about who you are to that. Okay. Okay. So anything is possible, right? Intellectually, we know anything is possible. And the only thing that holds us back is ourselves. So you just look for examples. You look for examples like, for example, Roger Bannister, 1954, he believed that he could run a four-minute mile. It's never been done before, but he believed it was possible, and so he did it. And then, lo and behold, like so many other people achieved it afterwards because they saw that it was possible. There's countless other examples where people do something for the first time. And that's, that's the case with anything in life, right? The internet, what like a crazy invention that is just normal now that once was in somebody's mind. Everything is in your mind first. And that's how we create our reality. So 100% is possible for you. But 
we've got to get our mind on board. So what holds you back, Indre, from thinking that you can't have that? So it's not so much the thinking. So I kind of get it, right? As you say, like in my head, I'm like, okay, yes, it is possible. There are obviously other people doing it or, well, that I guess that's where the doubt creeps in because you look at other people and you're like, mm, are they really doing it? Because, you know, a lot of the stuff that is like, oh, look at me, six figures, seven figures on social media isn't necessarily, you know, net income is <laughs> just like that how much cash flow my business has which is very different from this is my net income mm. and I guess it's kind of like um like I know it's possible but then doubt still creeps in I, I don't know if you, if you know what I mean it's sort of well like yeah of course it's possible okay. and then you think okay. like is it though really like what is that you know yeah yeah we, I guess it's, it's the fear it's the it's kind of two things at the same time in in one way kind of there you go I proved that it's possible in the other way it's like am I I don't know even what's the right word am I is it who am I to yeah like am I you know inconveniencing others by doing this you know do I make them everything that he has done up to this point pointless and worthless like all the hours that he's put in I guess that maybe this is such good self-awareness Indre um, yeah maybe that's actually the case. I didn't even think about it before this is like just came to me now actually it really is like the self-awareness piece is everything because mm. we hold ourselves back forever until we realize what it is that's holding us back and when we see it that empowers us right you just had that light bulb moment like um is it like a yeah am I gonna invalidate all the work my husband's done by being a success yeah. myself yeah right yeah. what do you if you said that to him what do you think he would say oh he would think I'm just being ridiculous like he would be super happy for me to do that and kind of prove it not not prove everyone wrong but you know he like he would not think yeah, it that way really. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and um, the the other part to this is like you've got the you've got the vision, the thing that you want. Have you got real clarity over what that would look and feel like? No. Do you mean like emotionally and stuff rather than the actual yeah. numbers? Yeah, like what no. would that life feel like? So spend time, I love this expression, playing in the playground of potentiality, right? Mm. Use your mind to just imagine. because yeah, I'm so busy in this that, yeah, like I know yeah. the numbers, I've done my math, I'm like, duh, 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 all that makes sense. This is what I could do, A, B, C, and D, duh, 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 but yeah, never yeah. really thought about the actual um, yeah. feeling, yeah. So we want to, again, we want to get out of our head and into our heart. We want to connect to that vision. That what we see in our mind's eye that's possible for us. We want to put color into it, right? At the moment, it's just a black and white, like hazy image. The subconscious mm. notices what you notice, right? And so if you're not paying any, if you're not giving any focus to the dream, because we're so busy in the day-to-day -day, do, 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 the subconscious is like, well, that's not important then. Right, but if we think about that every single day, and we know how that's going to feel, 
we we it's about being excited and grateful in advance for it right yeah grateful in advance for that what you are working towards so then it doesn't matter what your current reality looks like this is duality right what your current mm. reality is can be so different from the reality that you see in your mind's eye and you get to be grateful in advance that you know that you're working towards that and yeah. uh, and this is how i've created what i've created in my business i've seen it in my mind's eye and i've, I've not ever doubted it i'm like yeah of course that's gonna happen and i've been excited about it and really grateful in advance and like there's so many different pieces and layers to this but when you give meaning to the vision and you literally give attention and focus and energy to it number one your brain can't tell the difference between real and imagination anyway so yeah. if you see it and you visualize that dream life your brain is going to start firing out feelings and chemicals in your body that you're going to feel good it's going to raise your vibration and then you get to claim that the identity like this is this is a framework that i have in um my empowerhouse course it was called becoming a match and it's about getting really clear on the vision of the person who already has everything that you want who is she and you you literally step in and take the action that she would take today mm. and tomorrow and the next day yeah and the other piece a really good question for you to have and to write this down is if if today was a brand new day and everything that's gone before today has carries no weight at all doesn't mean anything and today is a brand new day what would i choose for myself what would i do what action would i take if today was a completely blank canvas because mm. here's the thing like your brain literally is a blank canvas every day the only way the only reason we carry on looping ourselves in the same sabotaging ways is because the subconscious remembers what we did yesterday and just reruns it but it doesn't have to be that way you get to take different action but you mm. have to consciously choose it and you have to be aware and you have to observe how you are feeling how you are thinking the actions you're taking, like so much comes into the awareness piece because when you're aware, ah, I have just put that big task off. I've just not followed up with that person. I have just decided yeah, yeah, not to show up and do this, this, this. Okay, so that's fine. Like, let's be compassionate with ourselves, but we get to choose differently tomorrow. Every single day is a new day. Yeah, kind of, I feel like I was on that for a little while because things just suddenly started happening so randomly and then I yeah. lost it <laughs> okay <laughs> that's classic that is absolutely classic we grow we we're gaining momentum it's Freak looking out, exciting yeah. yeah and the subconscious is like whoa this isn't this doesn't feel safe so it will get you to contract so that this is why we want to create that subconscious safety for you to have everything that you want yeah, because there's always that little fear, you know, what if when everything changes, I change? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, this is good. <laughs> yeah, 
I think the the most important thing, Andre, is getting to choose your actions differently each day and the self-awareness piece. Noticing your thoughts. Choosing a different story. And recognising yourself, okay? Recognising the actions that you're taking each and every day that, that are in alignment with where you are heading. All right? And that is really important because when you are paying attention to the progress rather than the lack of progress, that's where your energy is going. Mm. Where your focus goes, energy flows. So be on your own team, 100%. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. 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 Team Indre. Yeah. I made a note of that. Sorry, the typing was me making notes. No worries. <laughs> Let me know how it goes. I'm excited for you. Yeah, this is uh this is amazing. Thank you. A am I okay to come back like <laughs> and yeah, absolutely, yes. I'd love to have you back. <laughs> Just like absolutely. keep going. Hi Phoenix, oh, are you is... there? This was good. Like, I, yeah, amazing. Ten minutes done. <laughs> That's all Hi, it takes. Hi, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> it is uh, such a beautiful. Eight minutes, my lovely. Have you got a question for me? Yes. Uh, okay. So my question is, um, so I'm in a very, as you know, transient type of lifestyle, and yep. sometimes things happen that bring me back a couple steps and I'm currently working my way out of the free state what would you recommend to someone that's in a free state or um, any of you know the brain's reactions uh, when for example I was uh, creating a reel and it was so much fun to create the reel hats oh I love dancing. I love dancing with my fans in the grass like a little fairy. And then when it came time to post it, although I already had the caption created, that's when I started to feel so uncomfortable, resistance. And it wasn't necessarily about the post itself. It was the action of posting it and, you know, putting down the little... Um, I guess the, the the text within the the reel itself, and you know, yeah, my brain started to overthink in that, and it was something that I'd like to know how to shift in the moment. So, if there's a practice you could recommend, mm -hmm. um, yeah, first of all, uh, we can create safety through visualization first. Okay, okay. um, so I'd like you to visualize. And more than once, the more you do this, the more your brain will see you doing this, the more it becomes normal and safe in your mind. And there is no difference between what's in your mind and what we're, what we're actually experiencing, right? So what we want to do is we want to teach our brain that it is safe to do the thing that we're going to do before we do it. So I want you to visualize making all the reels, being as unfiltered as you want to be, um, and visualize yourself doing that. And I want you to visualize yourself hitting posts really calmly like even channeling like because the different what's going on in the body physiologically fear and excitement exactly the same thing it's just our perception right so like I said you weren't here right at the start of the call but I said this is out of my comfort zone doing this today um but I chose to interpret it as excitement and it genuinely was excitement 
but mm. me from five years ago would be feeling the fear and be so nervous so mm. it's about practicing that like channeling of the energy first of all but doing it in your mind first of all visualizing in advance like but, and do this the best time to do this is as you're falling asleep or as soon as you wake up in the morning that's when your subconscious is really receptive to new ways of thinking and rewiring basically so yeah as you're falling asleep just visualize yourself like doing the most fun reels and writing the most unfiltered captions and just being excited to hit post so they don't sit in your draft like you literally make it and you're like boom there you go world have some of that and you're just really excited yeah. about it um <laughs> And and then you can like carry on the visualization, like see supportive friends that follow you, like putting fire emojis and like <laughs> and sharing it to stories and, and yeah. see all the things that you want to see. See it happening in your mind's eye first, right? This is literally how we create our reality. Like my podcast now, mm-hmm. like if I'd have vision like I did visualize it being a big deal, and it literally is a big deal now. Like it's yeah. insane how this stuff works. But we get to create our reality by taking ownership of what we want to happen and seeing it in our mind's eye first and then claiming it. So if we want to change our relationship with anything, do it in the mind first. So, yeah, just practice that feeling of safety of just like really owning your authority and your authenticity in your reels and it's feeling fun. And there is no energy change between when you make it and when you post it. And then you don't even need the validation of the of the comments or the likes or the engagement or anything. But it feels nice to see your friends like fire emoji and, mm. and like sharing it to the story. So why not like see that in your mind first and just do that a few times and then go and do it in real life as well. But don't freak out if it doesn't feel as exciting. It might still feel nerve wracking. So in that moment, you tell yourself, I'm safe. You breathe. Right. If you if you feel your body going into fight or flight, that's okay. What mm-hmm. we can do something about that, right? So you want to use your breathing. You want to breathe in like a really simple breathing exercise. In for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four, and that's how you switch off that fight or flight response. Even better if you can make your out breath slightly longer than your in breath, and you just do that. You use your breathing to turn off that fight or flight response if you're having one. And then you just tell yourself, I'm safe, this is safe, yeah. I'm fine, this is okay. And then you just post it. And then you go and raise your vibration, do something else. Like if 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 right now it doesn't feel that comfortable for you to hang around and engage like you know, you're know you supposed to do, not posting ghosts, well, you do what's right for you in the moment. You've done the thing. If it feels better for you to put your phone in a drawer and go out for a walk and, and dance or, or do whatever the hell you want to do, do that, right? You're creating safety around this posting thing so we want to do it in the way that is most supportive to you how does that feel exciting good <laughs> shifting yes you totally thank you what did you say sorry it's totally something that is doable and practical yeah to yeah. do on a regular basis yeah brilliant and then just celebrate yourself like really celebrate yourself as you are taking the action as I said to Indre, where your focus goes, energy flows. So celebrate all of the small bits of momentum. Um, yeah, do that. Share it. Share it with me. I'd love to see. It. I love your reels, Felix. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. I'm looking forward to it. Let me know how it goes.
I will. Thank you so much. Brilliant. You are so welcome. Um, and yeah, this is the end of the first call. I have absolutely loved answering questions with people live in the room. So thank you for being here. Um, and if you are listening on the podcast and you're like, I want to get in the room too, I want to answer a question live, then you are so, so welcome. Um, I will drop the link in the show notes for you to register for next week's call. Um, and or you can find it on Instagram, my bio. I've mentioned the bounce back from scarcity meditation, the thing that helps you get out of your head and into your heart. I've mentioned that a few times on today's call. So I will leave the link for that in the uh, in the show notes. Did I mention anything else? I think I mentioned the higher self system as well, which is that umbrella framework for how to create success from a place of ease. That is totally free. It's a free training. So I'll drop that in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for being here. Please share on stories. Tag me um, with, with your updates, with everything. I have loved supporting you today. See you all next week, guys. Thank you for being here. Bye. Bye. See you soon. Bye. So my lovely, if you found value in this podcast episode, I'd love for you to go straight to stories now, share it and tag me in it. And then to get in the room with me next week and get your question answered so that you can move forwards in your business. Come to the next Bigger Than You Coaching Hub call. Just click the link in the show notes now to register and book your spot. I will see you there. Thank you for listening to the Bigger Than You podcast with your host, Jenna Holloway. If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend or leave a review.